This is Tuesday. It's Tuesday morning, March 9th. Time for our morning prayer. Now, I remember a few years ago, my high school, Miami Palmetto High, had a reunion. I'd never been to a reunion in all the years since graduating. You see, as large as my class was, almost 1,500 students, only a couple of hundred people attended. Now, of course, we wanted to see where people ended up, how they have fared, where they are now. It's pretty interesting to discover that the star athlete has had double knee replacements, that his sporting days are over, or that the head cheerleader became a mother of six kids, not a fashion model or a movie star. Now, our text for today tells us what happened to the big man on campus. That's Paul. Well, he went by the name Saul then, but he was the image of the perfect Jewish man. He attended the best schools, had a resume that, well, was the envy of everybody. He rose to leadership among the Jewish people at a very young age. Think of, the, of a 28-year-old congressman. By the way, he was also full of himself. He didn't just stand out from the crowd. He'd tell you about himself with pride. Then something happened. Years later, this is what he said. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. That's Galatians chapter 6, verse 14. You say, well, where did this change of perspective come from? And who would boast in the cross? In the world at the time, the cross was a symbol of shame. No one wanted to mention it. It was such a disgrace. But here is Paul boasting in it. How did he get there? He tells us in Philippians chapter 3, verse 5 to 7. If, if someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, that is boast, I have more. I was circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews. In regard to the law, I was a Pharisee. As for zeal, I persecuted the church. As for righteousness based on the law, I was faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. You see, the cross of Jesus turned his world upside down. He met Jesus. And the cross told him that the nature of all of his achievements, well, the true nature was they were empty. He had boasted about these things. And now, because of Jesus, he looks at them as loss. They were dung in comparison to all that God had given him in Jesus. It was at the cross that he learned the value of his own accomplishments, that they were empty, but that God loved him anyway. It was there that he received a righteous standing with God, not built on his own resume. That's impossible to do, by the way. He learned he was freely loved by God and given grace and forgiveness for all his foolishness and pride. You see, the cross doesn't sound like much of a resume. It points to the fact that he couldn't measure up. But Jesus loved him and gave himself for him. 
who would boast in the cross? Only someone knows the truth of his true condition. Only someone that sees his resume as not being able to compensate for something he could never satisfy. So the guy with all the boasts becomes the guy changed by the cross of Jesus. I would have loved to see Paul back at his school reunion. The guy with the most likely to succeed became the guy most humble and grateful for God's grace. The big man on campus met the God man who hung on the cross. And this is what happens when we get to the cross. We begin to see our own strategies to cover up our weaknesses with boasting. We learn that our boasting and all our self-salvation plans, well, they can't get us there. Only Jesus can. The good news is that Jesus went to the cross on our behalf. And as a result, we have a new life we could never achieve and a place with the Father we could not bring about for ourselves. And it's then that the cross becomes our boast, and a strange boast indeed. Let's pray. Lord God, we seem so determined to earn what you have already given us so freely. We have our boasts, but they're really nothing. They're empty. Show us the cross and the magnitude of your love and forgiveness that we might boast in what Jesus has done. For we pray in your name. Amen.